Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her by 10 Forward 34. Whoa. Neat. Denise Crosby presents William Shatner's Kate. Wait, no. <laughs> uh, Trekkies. Uh, we said Trekkers last week because Jake told me it was called Trekkers. Well, it I is not. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, did we? Well, either way, as, as Kate Mulgrew there is a explains, very, there is a distinction. There is. Trekkies watch the show. Trekkers stalk Brent Spiner. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God. So much. I mean, listen, I get where she's coming from, but... Now, now Jake and I can also fill you in. Jake, really? Shit. Hold on. Why? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jake, on. what are you, me? Hello? You've called it the worst possible time! <laughs> Go away! <laughs> How did you good. not see that coming? I, I was in the middle of a fucking sentence. That's the yeah, point. I, that's no, it, that was that. that was he nailed it. That is the point. <laughs> God. Neat. Jeez. Yes. Damn it. So. Damn it. The documentary about Star Trek conventions. The, do- that... the documentary that you can smell. And just, and just <laughs> fans in general, and how some fans, boy, some fans take it too far. This is like everything positive Galaxy Quest tried to say about fandom, this was saying mostly the opposite. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, Jake and I also watch Trekkies 2, mm. which has, it's a little bit of a response in that they try to show a few more normal people. Oh, and, and also people from more international, like, fandom. So they go, to, they go to Germany, they go to Australia, they go around the world to see other mm. people to show that, yeah, it's not just... California. There's also other people. Um, it's not just virgins from California. But they also check in on some of the people that were featured in Trekkies 1, so I'll be oh, able to tell boy. you guys oh. what happened to some of them. Well, it's I hope, I like, hope uh, Brent Spiner's girlfriend is in jail or something, because I think she's a danger to herself is, and literally everyone else on the planet. Like, is that actually the woman who stalked him, or...? Possibly. I don't think that's her. No, there's a really <clears throat> batshit woman who stalked Brent Spiner and, and wrote a book about quite it. Quite batshit. Yeah, but that's... Imagine how batshit this other woman must yeah. be yeah. if she makes this woman look not so batshit. Yeah, like, go, go and read um, Brent Spiner's fan fan fiction? Was it freaking called? It's over I there. Yeah, so. fan fiction. You which own is, that, don't you? I do. Games gave it to me. Yeah, which oh. is kind of the slightly fictionalized version of fans who stalk Brent Spiner a lot. The in, Spiner fans. Oof. In Trekkies 2, it's even weirder because it happens while Enterprise is on, and boy, do women go nuts over Connor Trenier. I mean, I get it. Connor Trenier is very pretty. Uh, but he's also like, he doesn't deserve this bullshit from you women. Jesus Christ. Was that Trip? He's yeah. Trip. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it sure is. Like, I couldn't help but think about it. It's, I, I almost sort of want them to. Apologize? Revisit yet again. Because even, because Trekkies 2 was not 
how long after was it? Not too long uh, so after, So this, right? this, Denise Cosby pitched this in, like, 94. Yep. This was released in 99, but I think, you know, all through that time they were gathering footage. Well, no, it was, fil- it was, it was made in 97, but not released until 99. Okay. Well, that's what uh, she said. She said released in 99. And yeah. Trekkies 2 was released in 2004. Okay. Because what what, what's interesting is, like, even the 2004 one, like, these both came out in a time... Like, the the shift that happened sort of within the last, I don't know what, 15 years, roughly. A little more, maybe. Where, like, you know, in 97, I think even 2004, like, going to a convention was still just shorthand for giant nerd. Mm. Whereas now we're in an age where, you know, studios have since clamped on to, especially the bigger ones, as, like... Just huge parts of their marketing push. Yeah, now their... it's now it's now it's you go there to buy toys. Now, well, that's yeah. what it was well, we, then too. Yes, but now wow. like it's not just like fans showing up selling their handmade wares. It's Disney owns most of Merchants Row and is selling you the licensed stuff themselves. Mm. I'm buying it. And again, like it's a thing where even you know, for lack of a better term, I don't want to say normal, but people who can hide the fact that they're nerds in public will go to these things. Mm. Whereas before, you were more likely to be seeing people who were bad at hiding the fact that they were nerds. Like, the the whole convention circuit is now, like I said, it's just been sort of co-opted by studios, part of their marketing push. That's partly, you know, obviously the fault of Marvel and Disney. Yeah, big time. But it was already happening, too, with the uh, the Twilight films. You know, there was, there was uh, they were some of the first things to do, to Hall H is the big, big hall at San Diego Comic-Con. And they were kind of the first sort of more mainstream sort of film to do big Hall H announcements. And I remember the insular nerd boys being very mad that Twilight was invading their space, quote unquote. Mm. Um, Get over it, fuckheads. Yeah. yeah. There's enough fans, you need to put them somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, nowadays, like, uh, going to a con is something that... I mean, the other thing, a fan, you know, fandom for genre things in general also is just much more like... Just matter of course now, yeah. you know? I forget if it's in this one or Trekkies 2 where they do a lot of likening it to, you know, especially Barbara Adams, the woman who wore her mm. Federation Alliance uniform to jury, jury duty. And they, they get pregnant it up like in a matter of, you know, is it different when people in the military wear the uniform? Is it people, is it weird when like random fans wear sports jerseys around? Yeah, she definitely mentions the jersey thing in Trekkies. Yeah, but I don't think they would wear, I mean, I think there's a difference between wearing your sports jersey to. Yeah, and wearing like full pads. Yeah, to like, yeah, exactly. But also. And to jury duty. But also she was like, they wear that shit year round. And I was like, No. Football's only played until February. Yeah, but you will You're see. You're wearing that shit in April. That you, maybe you, will you do see, look a little silly. You yeah, will fans see. Fans will wear it around. Yeah, fans will wear it year round. Yeah. So I don't know. I I have an I have a different take on this film. I think perhaps, um, and maybe it's because I was going to Star Trek. Conventions. I kept expecting to see you in the back. Yeah. I, I was, was really kind of waiting for so it. Like, so like, like, for no, me, this it. film has a lot of like nostalgia. Like all yeah. the all the people in this film. That you might be looking at and being like, oh, okay, all right, that's all. Like even that, even Gabriel Corner, Coner, whatever his name is, who the 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 you call it the worst possible time kid. Like I've known that kid. I've known dozens of that kid. Some days you were that kid. Some days I was that kid. I right? don't know about uh, that. Yeah, I don't know. About I that, do but... kind of want to watch his movie. <laughs> But uh, I thought was really impressed by the rendering he did, though. Honestly, he, actually, like, he probably is making fucking money yeah, now. Yeah, because he went on, he, he like worked on like 
what did you say? Battlestar Galactica, Jake? Oh, no shit. Remember? Didn't I say that when we were watching it? I, I was like, this he, kid has got did, the skills. He actually He's did going the, somewhere. the Starship uh, flybys in the uh, the final episode of, of Enterprise. Oh, oh that sounds familiar. A, yeah. Yeah, he also did the visual effects of Trekkies 2. So it starts off with, like, you know, oh, a whole, shit. Good you see him. a space station yeah. and you see some things and I'm looking at it like, oh, that's pretty good. And, I, and I, then I see, like, oh, it's, it's Gabriel Corner. So, but good for him. So yeah, he's still, yeah, I, th- I think he so he's works on the Orville. Oh, he's, so he's, of course, because Seth Ma- Myers, McFarlane is going to collect everyone who's even <laughs> tangentially related to Star Trek. Yeah. So, like, he actually did. Like, he became a, he became a, a, a visual effects guy in, in Hollywood. Well, I, I know, thought he might. I'm really happy to hear that, actually. I mean, you know, Paramount owed him considering they stole his title and premise. Mm. I mean, all right, yes. We didn't really get what the story was of his nemesis, but it did involve the Romulans. That's true. I'm just saying. Maybe he was the actual writer of that movie, and that's why it sucks. So his bad. movie would have been better. Yeah, it, look, it looked like it was better than some shows that were out there at the time. I mean, it looks like it was better than Nemesis. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, like, I, I don't know. I look, I see this movie. I, I think that a lot of people were put off by how this film kind of portrays Star Trek fans as, as being well, all the, the way they are. All the focus people they pick, they pick some very strange people. They sure do. But who here, are like hyper fixated. But here, yeah. But then they also interview just a lot of people just randomly like on the side and, you know, they have answers to questions and stuff. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that's, I could see, you know, people being, being like that. I think for me, it's hard to explain because, like, there's something so... With a documentary and not a film, obviously, you only have so much control over your subject and editing, but it... Yeah, poor Denise. <laughs> she had to talk to all these people. It just kind of... I don't know. Part, I, don't, I can't explain why it felt it this way, but it kind of felt like... I feel like there could have been a way to portray them more, like, sympathetically. I feel like it was still looking at them as an oddity. Mm. And I can't explain why it feels that way to me. But it, yeah, I think you're right. But I also I do think that what if you if you look past the filmmakers like obvious derision, yeah. Well, that that's my problem. It's like can, there's nothing inherently wrong with the people, but yeah. it does feel like the film is kind of like look at these assholes. Yeah, the film the filmmaker definitely <clears throat> has a point of view, and it is definitely it's it's a sideshow, right? It's, it's yeah. you know you know oh the bearded lady and you know the the world's tiniest horse dick i don't know yeah, um, which is still huge which is big. <laughs> um jesus christ well i mean you know horse dicks but like you look at these people and like they're just they're living their best life they are you know and and yeah they're they're eccentric and 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 weird and and you know uh, when you know they interviewed some people and you know i can't remember if this was in the first one or, or the second movie where they interviewed some guy who was like yeah you know i my family thinks i'm a freaking reject and and then i started coming to star trek conventions and suddenly i found my people yeah that's the thing i never really found my people as much so when i was a kid i just kept a lot of this shit to myself yeah so but yeah i don't know i see like it's just it's very much like that opening scene of of, uh galaxy quest 2 where it's like yeah i've been to this convention yeah but that's and like they said though i feel like galaxy quest was way more like sympathetic Mm. you know and and obviously, again, you've written it and stuff, so it's a little easier. But still, again, there's a way to make a documentary. And stuff. Like I said, there's something coming through that feels a little, like... Vindictive? Yeah. Well, the fact awesome. that they, like, choose to, to leave in the 
you know, the phone call scene. Like, like they did. I love that they left that. I, I, I do too was, because like, it was it was like the hilarious. funniest moment of the film. But, well, it's but it also funny. like it. Sh- it's oh now it's, come on. The funniest moment in the film was definitely when DeForest Kelly was like, <laughs> and someone sent me some dirty pictures and some weed, and I kept the pictures. Yeah. I still look at them. Today. I actually I do kind of wonder though. Like I, he had to have set that up, right? The call. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, well, because the way he said you called the worst Paul sign did feel a little red. Is is all. I think that was just the, his his vocal affect. Yeah, I just think that's how he like throughout the film. He also mispronounces a lot of things. He's he 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 strikes me oh, as yeah, like he said debacle weird. Yeah, there was and there was some other word that he he didn't get right. Uh, and it's just it reminds me very much of like the like kids. like we do on this show all the time, and then teach Chris how to say things. <laughs> yes. I still can't say Orion. Oh no, you just did. Damn it! Um, no, no, I knew. I just knew a lot of kids in high school who were the "I am very smart" kid, uh, and they would like have seen a word and they try to use it. But mm. They don't. They obviously don't know what it means or how to pronounce it. I, I've definitely. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I've definitely been the person who's like only seen a word in a book. Yeah. Mm. And then when I say it out loud the first time, it's like. Someone's like, what the fuck did you just say? It's like, yeah, I don't know. I've only even seen that in print. I don't well, know. Like the word vehement. Who mm. would ever think that's oh, how you're vehement, to say that? Yeah, what a word. Vehement drives me nuts. Teetotaler. I thought it was teetotaler for the longest time. <laughs> teetotaler. Luckily, I think I heard someone else say it before I ever said it. I remember it was the one that, I, that stuck out to me in the, in the movie was plethora. Did he say plethora? He said plethora. That sounds dirty. It does. I don't like that. <laughs> or you're saying it like with the same emphasis as uhura. Plethora, yeah, uhura. Yeah, but it sounds like it's no, part, it of, part of the vagina. It does. <laughs> like <laughs> I did say though to the grossest part to the DeForest Kelly story. I remember. I imagine no such thing. It's all perfect. He sees the documentary later. And he's like, "Oh, great, great." Jimmy tells the I saved a woman's life story. I tell the weed and porn story. Yeah. Aww, Perfect. Jimmy. Jimmy doing story was very sweet. And then, and then Kate Mulgrew is literally tearing up about, you know, stories of visiting kids in the hospital yeah. and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah. Kate Mulgrew. They, like, they like, get so many depressing requests. Even Ethan Phillips was talking about how, like, someone wanted them to be there when they died. I kind of want Ethan Phillips to pull my plug now. Who better? I mean, I... Who actually no, better? No offense to Ethan Phillips, but he's quite a bit older than us. I'd like to think you'll outlive him. Mm. But on the, the off the fact chance, that, The fact that he Ethan, relayed that around. story in full Neelix makeup. Well, they probably just caught him on set. Well, yeah, yeah. obviously. I was like, you should have heard me squeal when uh, Neelix came on camera. I was like, yeah, it's Neelix! And I was like, oh boy, I bet you never thought that would happen. Yeah, so I've been changed. I, oh, I will say, though, I remember as we were watching it, you specifically saying in one of our episodes, probably, oh, it was um, the Live Fast and Prosper, where you're talking about you remember going to cons back in the day, everyone's rank pips and stuff were like, oh, a little too like, big. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, those rank pips are right. too big. Also, also, like, the Klingons with the not matched head, mm. like, the, the head thing that just kind of oh, looks like it's... blend it. Doesn't quite. Exactly. Like, the makeup's not blended and it's not quite yeah, adhered you can, right. You, yeah. can, you can tell it's scene. a hat or something. Yeah. There Although, was a Borg that looked fucking great, though. I, Dude, I was about to bring them up. they had a great, like, they had a great, like, thing on their neck that looked really shaded in. Like, I don't even great. know what it was. Was it, like, a lesion or, like, a... It almost looked like something was, like, tightened around a part of his neck. Yeah, no, he did a great job. Oh, that was great. Yeah, there was yeah. all there was definitely a gradient of yeah. quality uh in the costuming of these things. And like there were people there was there was a Borg that uh was at a lot of the Boston conventions that 
had a great uh, costume and had a like a voice changer. Nice. Oh, so he sa- so he sounded like the Borg. And That's I remember there sick. was there was one time like he'd been walking around all day talking like the Borg, and then like we ran into him. Me and my dad ran into him later in the day. Uh, out at McDonald's or something. No, at the, at the convention. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, he said something, and, and his voice changer was off, so he just mm. sounded like an old person. My father goes, oh, what, your batteries die? Your dad. Your dad is my fucking hero. I feel like that would be almost akin to, like, running into a, you know, when you're a child and you don't understand that teachers exist outside of school. <laughs> and be, like, running into them at, like, the supermarket. Right. It's, it's kind of like that, where you're just like, huh. Well, you also almost remember, Jake's dad is the least tactful man in the world. <laughs> he, no, he was no, saying it like... He has he, no he, filter. He said man. it, he was saying it as a joke. Yeah, I'm sure he thought oh, it was. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> it's, that sounded like a dad joke to me. Yeah, oh, it definitely it. was. I guess I'll, you know, I'll tell some other con stories. There was this group, there was this pair of, of men, and I don't know if they, they may have been a couple. I don't, I don't know, but they were always together. Uh, and it was a he was a Picard, and his friend was a Klingon, hmm. and they were at every con around here, and I was always in costume, and they really wanted me to join their dress up role playing club. I don't know. They're like, oh, we are the members of the. I think they called were the, they the Federation they, Alliance. No, theirs was called the Galactic Alliance. Ooh, or the Alliance how, Galactic. How big were their picks? I think it might have been the Atlantic. <laughs> That's a really personal uh, question. Alliance <laughs> Galactic. They had pretty. The Klingon had a great. They actually, I may have it somewhere. They sent me a Christmas card one year with the two of them on it. In full regalia. And nice. the Klingon looked great. The Picard, and you just think they might have been a couple? Because that sounds pretty couply to me. No, I'm sure. I don't like, think non-couples like, At the do. time, I didn't think of it because I was like Well, yeah, eight, yeah. I'm saying but, now. But as an adult, I'm like, oh yeah, they were probably together. I kind of wonder, you know, because the name isn't Star Trek specific. I wonder if they were like all sorts of cosplay groups. Like mm, Theirs was, I think well, it they, was just them. I, oh, think okay. it was, I mean, it was them. And then like, they're like, oh, well, we... They they wanted me to join like oh you, we we also we have a uh, an Andorian who is who is twelve so you you'd be the youngest member but we also have other kids in the group and my yeah. and like and I I kind of wanted getting to, weird Jake I kind of wanted to join my parents wouldn't let me yeah I <laughs> and it's like that's probably wise Robert Wise director of the motion picture okay yes. sure but it looked like that um you know the the starship meeting that that. Gabriel went to where he was dissatisfied with his, his Oh my uniform. god, he did so much nitpicking on his on such the an seamstressing of his uh see that's probably the wrong word tailoring is but the better word. The tailoring of whoever did his I mean uniform. to be fair Well she it wasn't it wasn't up, great, but it's really nice. Like, you know. Better than I have. Like, exactly. Like that's the thing. Like I could tell that he's probably the type of person that was expecting and wanting something screen quality like that would be that would come out of a you know a costume Repl- shop replicator <laughs> and instead you know he's getting whatever you know his aunt's sewn together on her on her singer and <laughs> it's just not it's not the level of detail and quality that that he would want for you know a costume piece that would probably that probably cost you know ten thousand dollars to make right on for for film Although I did like, there was one com badge we saw on that in that dentist's office. It was like a, a take on the com badge yeah. that looked almost like com badge meets harp. Oh, was it the woman who like was like, I just told him I wasn't going to wear the costume. It was on her, wasn't it? Well, they all had it. Everyone in that I thought it was office. just her. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, she was very clearly, like, not into any of this. No. And probably, like, regrets being in this film. <laughs> well, but also, like, he told me I had to. I mean, bitch, you could just get another job, you know? Yeah, it's not necessarily that easy. Well, I mean, I know it's not that easy, but... But uh, what I did love, yeah, we were talking about that, where they're, oh, yeah, it's a real fun place to work. I imagine right before this, like, so he's going to see this, right? Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's great <laughs> here. I'm not love at all trying desperately to find work in a different dentist's office. Yes. I guess my, my only point is that, like, if I started a new job and they said, "There's here's the uniform, and I said, no, I'm not going to wear that, they'd be like, well, then you don't have a job. No. Like, I've had plenty of jobs where I had to adhere to a uniform that I didn't fucking like. It does sound like he suddenly came up with the whole look one day. She may have already been there and was just like, what's happening? Why does the whole building look like a starship now? Yeah, like yesterday we were a dentist's office. Today we're at KB Toys? <laughs> Why does it suddenly smell like B.O. in the office? Oh, I did that, say that. That's a spray that we use. I, I will say, though, the thing, the thing about that office that was the most depressing was the wallpaper, because that's just what the wallpaper was yeah. in 1997. You know, like that was just 90s dentist office wallpaper. That had already been there. Mm. I was waiting to see how long it would take for Chris to make a 90s, 90s design aesthetic nightmare Ugh. joke. I mean, it, <laughs> that maybe be it's just that, so this was filmed in 97, and maybe maybe just Star Trek fans were behind fashion or something, but like, I swear, they all, every everybody featured in this film looked like they were out of the early 90s. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like the glasses, like those big ass glasses that that everyone used to wear. Yeah, like, I would just kind of have to be reminded what, where, like what the progression was. Yeah, like maybe, my brain maybe, is yeah, exactly. maybe much my perception that. of what people looked like in '97 is well, I also not right. Like, I feel like you know, I don't know, but I feel like now there's sort of more options for glasses. Yeah, but I can remember but, like my buddy had like. Wire rim. Oh, but I, I just mean was like your friend Rich? No, I was at, well, DeForest I, looked fucking great all the oh, time yeah. with his big glasses. But I just mean like I feel like he they were more ex- great. I love him. generally more expensive then. Maybe. So I just feel like when you had a pair, like you kept it until you had, had to change your prescription. Yeah, that's fair. So I, mean, I, I think, and even then, you just get new lenses. Yeah, like I, I feel price. like you probably just wore. Like, I feel like it was probably just that, yeah, those people just had those glasses for years because it was just like, I'm not going to fucking spend yeah, and, money and on new glasses the, and, just because they're out of date. Yeah, and they also being nerds are probably not very fashion forward to begin with, so they're not like proactively going out and buying But you're right, I, glasses. I did fashion think like... forward nerds. I did think the same thing at some point. I was like, these feel like 80s glasses. What's happening? But also, I, weirdly, too, like, they clearly didn't spend a ton of money on the film for this. Because, like, this was 97? This looks older. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm. it, it was definitely, like, filmed on 8mm or something. You know, it's not not the best. So maybe that's why it's slightly less jarring. Because the film also looks like it's from 92. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the ladies with the radio show. I yeah, was going to bring up the ladies nice. with they, the radio they show. They seemed normal and cool. The first, I want to hang out with them. I do, too, dude. Early podcasters. <laughs> I, I, it was way easier to get on the radio in the 90s than I would have expected. Go to the radio station and yeah, and say, I, I would like a slot, time slot, please. Yeah, it sounds like their show was like nationally slot, syndicated because they were getting calls from all over. Yeah, like that was... That's so know. fucking cool. Uh, they crawled so we could podcast. crawl yeah. slower. <laughs> so the, 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 um, <laughs> the fledgling like internet 
glimpses mm. in this film were, were really good. Like, oh god, every website you've seen, they all oh, just look like a, what the single column. ladies website. Oh, with awful terrible. backgrounds. I mean, I had that website, you know. It wasn't <laughs> the about Pokemon. Everybody had about... that website. The thing, I mean, that's, the thing is, too, is like professional websites looked like that yes. then. That's the thing. Like, a fan website and a fucking studio website, sometimes the fan websites looked better. Yeah. <laughs> like more definitely more animated gifs but mm. <laughs> that's what it did lack it did lack that like you know oh there's a like some animated gubbins that follows your pointer around oh, oh yeah that, that, was, like, that was like the later in a, like i feel like in 97 the best you'd have is like a man with a pickaxe like this site is under construction yeah yep. mm-hmm. best viewed in netscape navigator oh, 3.0 God. Oh, those were weird days. I want to see if that website still exists and if it's gotten redesigned or not. Which website? Oh, I hope the not. spider, the Spider Femme oh, website. I doubt it. Dude, I want to be a card carrying member. The uh, Spider Femmes. And now we know where all the um, Tasha Yard data uh, porn has gone because it's just all in Denise Crosby's basement. Yeah, <laughs> she showed so many copies of like just her and Brent. I did a. It's, it seems like a good interview. <laughs> Not only did they just get my naked body perfect. <laughs> Spiner's pretty good. He is. He, he's he got, he's so got top cute. comic timing like anything. He does. Oh, yeah, I guess there was more. I loved the end credits. Oh, yeah. They, so they, the, no, no, because it was over. Oh. Not for any other reason. Were the end credits actually good? Yeah, those yeah, little... Was like, oh, yeah, the comedians, comedians actually were really funny. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. I did I, like the end credits. I kind of want to watch their full act now. Like, that was pretty good. I like the, con- <laughs> the Trek stand-up. I loved my dude that made the Bones joke. Jim mm. is an archaeologist or whatever. Bones. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's great. <laughs> I like it. And one guy actually did a really good Shatner. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, he, he didn't... I mean, like, he got his voice, and he didn't overdo the pausing. What was it? Fred Travelina? Because he's, like, a famous oh, impressionist. Yeah, he sucks. I mean, he's fine. He's, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He was on this... Uh, game show. Oh, he, he match, sucks, game, match Game Hollywood Squares. The ma- Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour. We oh. only know it because it's on freebie every now and again. Uh. But it's like, it's a weird combination where the first half of the game is the match game. And then halfway through, they switch formats and it becomes Hollywood Squares. But it's like a bad version of Hollywood square, Squares. And it's hosted by Bowser from... Shanana? Shanana. Bowser? That's um, weird. He was on. He was on Match Game a lot. lot. Yeah, but he's but he's the host of. Or, so the first half is hosted by Gene Rayburn, and then when it switches to Hollywood Squares, he Bowser hosts it. Um, so weird. That's it's, really it's weird. It's a very weird show. But anyway, they they would have you know some of the they also got lower tier celebrities. I feel like because yeah. it, it was usually like lower than Brett Summers and. Charles Nelson Riley. They're heroes. Shut your mouth. I, I love them. I love them too, but like, name a thing they were in. Uh, they were match in, game. Match game. Uh, no, they performed on Broadway a lot. Well, that's the thing. Oh, that's well, the that's thing funny. I was realizing about these old game shows is like there were people whose celebrity status was just them being like it was like a self fulfilling prophecy. Hmm. The the celebrities on these shows are celebrities because they're on these shows. Well, see, actually, I think what it comes down to, I've said this before to people, welcome to 70s Game Show Tangent Corner. Yay! The best corner. Is like, 
and I think this is why you really can't... I know they have tried to resurrect Match Game and things like that. I feel like part of the reason it doesn't work is because... You in the 70s, on TV anymore. That too. <laughs> but in the 70s, you still had, like, a nightclub circuit mm. in a way we don't now. So a lot of these people knew each other, like... They, they ran into each other a lot in the field off screen and actually had like a natural camaraderie because of it. Whereas now I feel like the various sectors are more insulated and like... Yeah, you know, now, it's a, now it's a rush to be the one that tells the joke the fastest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just like, again, there's not that same kind of, you know, there's fewer, bigger venues. It's not the same sort of it's atmosphere. Like, it's, like the, it's like the Friars Club roast group. Yeah, um, which again, they all sort of knew each other. They all worked together. They ran into each other on these circuits that again, just don't, aren't a thing anymore. And I think that's also, what you've like, lost. Also, these days, it's probably frowned upon to be completely blitzed on TV. I already said that. Yeah. So. Jake, you don't listen when I talk. Well, that's true. You, what? you could always you could always tell when it was an after lunch match game because they were some mix. You know, like the group's like, a, uh, let's see, Betty's drunk, Charles is high, uh, Brett is. I, I think her and Jean had a quick shtup between oh filming. She, how how dare you? She would never break her marriage vows to Jack Klugman. She was married to Jack Klugman. Yeah. Who? No shit. Uh. Oscar Madison in the TV version of The Odd Couple. Quincy. Quincy M.E. And Quincy M.E. Oh. I, just, I had no idea. Wow. Okay, so Jack was there and they had a quick stroke. Yeah, she would never break yeah. her vows to Jack Klugman. I mean, who would? Nobody would. He's the perfect man. Um, but anyway, uh, Fred Travelina <laughs> yes, was, sorry. was a, fre- Not the perfect a, man. a frequent guest on the Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour. I see. And his fucking shtick was just to make voices mm. so many poorly every cool time guy. every time he spoke he had a different voice it was either reagan or just yeah. anybody it got it got the actor exhausting <laughs> real fast mm, i could see that yeah but if that was him and shatner was because again he even like sounded like shatner yeah like i wouldn't he, be surprised if it was him that you're thinking speaking um, of god that impersonator Oh, yeah, the he guy looked a lot like him. Exactly. Yeah, like I kept Shatner. thinking like, oh, they got Shatner. No, they did not. That is just that man again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Shatner wouldn't... Uh, it's interesting that how many... So they got most of the... They got interviews with most of the original cast except yeah, yeah. for Shatner. Did they... They even got Grace Lee Whitney, I think. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, And Majel, who they like only noted oh. as being... Chapel, Chapel, but they like, didn't mention number Waxana, one, Waxana, computer. Voice of the computer, yeah, like... Like, none of Jean, that. Yeah, really. General, awesome lady. Also... The best around. I like I like, I like the scenes, like, most of these interviews are obviously conducted in, like, a, you know, a room where you would have a, a, an interview. And then, like, the Chase Masterson interviews are just, like... On the con floor. On the con floor, <laughs> and I'm like, wow. They did not expect to interview her, and they just realized... <laughs> Do she's right there if you want to do it, and like she's really cool. And, and I don't know, I like, I like, she although she's a traitor, like because she said Captain Kirk was the best captain, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, even if she doesn't mean it, she has Why to say did Cisco. Nobody say Cisco, like, everyone, was it like, really does prove that DS9 came into its own later, apparently. Yeah, it did, yeah. Well, no... but let's also be let's be real. I mean, Cisco is great, he's probably my favorite captain, but he's also the only captain that commits war crimes that I know of, so. <laughs> Janeway committed a few. Delancey yeah. had the the best response yes. because oh he just said it was Captain Q, and that's yes. perfect. I loved when he was telling that story about the guy that walked up to him and was like, "Are you Q?" 
And he was like, yes. And he's like, can you can you resurrect the dead? And he was like, only people I like. And then the guy was like, cool, and walked away. And I was like, that's great. Also, John Delancey has the biggest eyes I've ever seen in my whole life. While I was watching this him in this, his eyes were huge. Hmm. Also, I never noticed that Jake, before somehow. Jake and I just saw the, the Barbie movie. And Margot... Robbie. Robbie. Just nothing but eyes. Just bigger than her head somehow. Hmm. Makes sense. She is anime. Robert Robert O'Reilly, though, like the most normal his eyes have ever looked. <laughs> yes. And I've seen him out of makeup before with his eyes still oh, looking. Oh, Oh, wasn't he doing the auction? He was. He did a great job. He did. He did. <laughs> but like, I've Kapla, seen him. man! Yes! <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> but there's like an episode of like, I think it's Murder, She Wrote that he pops up in. And, you know, so he's not a Klingon, but his eyes are still kind of poppy. Well, but here they the were cocaine. just like normal. And I was like, oh, wow, he, he, I've never seen his eyes look like eyes. Yeah, the the auction scene was was great with the oh the, that the Klingon just what, what, whose head was it? Oh, it was it was John Colicos. So yeah, so he's, he's, I think I think it was yeah, Colicos. I think he's a Colicos. So so we're we're sitting here, we're, we're trying to get Core's head, Core's <laughs> literal head. Mm. Ditto. I, that's which Core again? Was Core the one who was in Deep Space Nine a lot? Yeah. Not yeah. just in Blood Oath, but in yeah, yeah. yeah. Sex, he, he, he's, he's the one that might have having good like dimension. Curse on! It's Jadzia now. My good, my good friend, friend Jadzia. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they. Uh, that was because at first the other ones it was Koloth, Koloth and, and Kang. 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 I can never remember all these fucking names. Um, well, Kang is one of the aliens from The Simpsons. Though earlier, t- oh okay. Kang and Kodos. Earlier tonight, I uh, was trying to guess the name of a Japanese garment and said Shinzon, which is probably the only time in my entire life that I've actually correctly remembered the name Shinzon. It was granted and you had no idea the why. wrong in format, the wrong, context. wrong context. But I was like, I don't know, was that like a Shinzon? And I was like, no, wait a minute, a fucking Shinzon? No, that's that's we a don't Tom want Hardy. That. We don't that's want any Tom of that. Hardy. We do want a Tom Hardy, nah. just not a Shinzon. Nah, I'm all set with him. I think a lot of I had a minute. A yeah, everybody else can have him. That's fine. I'll just be over here. <laughs> He leaves the nose on. Fuck, Christ. Remember uh, they put the big... They gave him, like, Patrick Stewart's nose for... No, I totally forgot. Yeah, no. I want a, I want a, a recut of uh, of him as Bane saying that, that nobody nobody cared about me until I put on the nose or whatever the yeah, line is. I like that. Yeah, that is quite a nose they put on him, isn't it? That's the, the prosthetic I want to bid on. Mm. Tom hey. Hardy's Picard nose. Oh, no. Article from 2001, or 2021, rather. Star Trek, Tom Hardy wanted by studio to return as Jean-Luc Picard clone. Oh, no. But it's from the Daily Express. I've never heard of that. Yeah, they're like... Yet another Shinzon. Here's one of my favorite notes. Stop asking for Jimmy Dewan's blood. Yeah, good God! Jesus Christ. That is terrifying. I think every couple of years, hey, Jimmy, I need your blood. (laughs) Don't you feel like at some point Jimmy just shows up with a vial so we can be like, just fucking take it and get away from Go me. away! Because you're not going to let some kid just shove a fucking hypodermic in your arm. You're not crazy. But if maybe... Just send him someone else's blood. They'll never know. That's true. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was... I also really kind of wish they followed up with whoever was just sending them junk mail mm. for years and years. Every day. A bit of junk mail. For no reason. I hope. And I wanted them to go find that person and figure out what the fuck. And they followed up on it in the sequel in Trekkies 2. And the guy was, you know, they talked to to Braga and he's like, yeah, he's still sending us shit. And like he had another stack of stuff. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) So apparently. I hope he's kept some of it. Yeah, what else did Braga say in that? 
Oh, okay, here we go. Here's a, here's a topic I want to actually talk to you guys about. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a couple kitties dressed up in Starfleet uniforms. Which Starfleet uniform should we put all of our kitties in? Hmm. What would I want to see my cat in before they murder the fuck <laughs> out of me? While they're murdering the fuck out of you. <sighs> okay, so Barnabas is black. So we don't want, like, anything that has too much black because it would just kind of Yeah, it would just look him. like a floating, you know, color panel. Yeah, so I think for, with For him, whatever division. I think probably the best bet for him would be an Enterprise one because it's all blue. Mm, a little, little kitty jumpsuit. That's kind of cute. Hades is gray, so not... TMP? No, that would not, no, no one in TMP. No one, no, don't put cats in um, don't put anyone in that. Don't no. put Deep Space Nine, because it would be... Yeah, the, 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 the gray shoulder era, none of that, because again, it would kind of blend. You could do like a Cardassian. They're gray. Oh, I, I wasn't even thinking outside of Starfleet oh. uniforms. That's true. Well, now you did it. Both your cats are going to be dressed as Cardassians. I think our cats are going to be dressed as... TOS Romulus. Frank Gorshin and the other one. because <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're black and See, white. I, I was going to ah, say, I get put it, I get it. Dimitri in a TNG Romulan with the ridiculous shoulders... Oh, God. That would annoy him to no end. Um, my existing annoys him to no end sometimes. So, Aw, good kid. So, Porpoise. Porpoise? Sorry. Hades. I call Hades. So, Hades. Yeah, no, no one calls cats by their actual names. So. The, the logic behind it, though, because that's really weird. That's is a stretch. Hades, Hades Corpus somehow became Hades, Hades Porpoise, which became Porpoise. So, Chris just calls him Porpoise. Um, okay, so, Porpoise... Maybe uh, I think the 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 original movie era, the the red with the the little turtleneck, especially because it kind of a fuzzy head, so it look funny. I'm liking the uniforms that like, uh, was it Corby Chapel's fiance from Little Girls Are Made Of? Oh yeah, yeah. Those kind of like half colored uniforms that are like cut down mm. the middle. I like those because I feel like having a cat in kind of a mm. party colored uniform would be cute. That's true. That's true. And then it looks they, like a little jester. And then they kill us. Yes. Kill us dead. Yeah, I did love because they showed um, Bones, Rip Bones. I mean, Rip all the, any of the cats from this movie are probably That's dead. That's true, yeah. Now. It's been a while. Um, but they, in Trekkies 2, there was a moment. Oh, at the end of this, there was a moment that was, yeah. you know, Rip Bones. Yeah. Rip Bones. Um, Bones the cat, who loved to dress up as, in uniforms. And I think it was the same kid who has, like, several more cats, and they all still love being dressed up in things. Mm-hmm. Um, who are these people? And their favorite is DeForest Kelly, which is just fitting because DeForest Kelly notoriously loved animals. There we go. I love it. I... I... Who are these people that find cats willing to wear things? <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing... Just gonna start they, when they're Yeah, young. exactly. Mm. They probably just started putting them in stuff when they were kittens. Yeah. And the cat's just like, yep, oh, this is what life is. And also, <laughs> to be fair, they never actually said to the cat, hey, cat, do you love this? And the cats were like, yeah! Well, but they don't... The cats will tolerate yeah, it. the cats don't <laughs> scratch different. your face off. Yeah, our, ours would, like, flop around until we took them off. That's, if we even get them That is probably true, yes. Whereas Bones was definitely just like... Oh, okay. I'm, I'm here. Cats. Okay. I, I had this cat, or it wasn't my cat, it was my, my roommate's cat, but he was very, he was a rambunctious cat. Mm. Just, I mean, he was a sweet cat, but he just, he like bounced around the house a lot. Was it Rim Rim, the three-legged cat? Yes. Oh, he was so Rim good. Rim? Yes. That's wonderful. Um, what the fuck is that? Why is it Rim know, Rim? That's what he was called. It's a reference to something, right? I think right? it might be, but I don't know. He's, he's, he was a good boy. But anyway, he, um, one time someone gave us a harness and like oh you know you could take room room for walks and yeah good luck (laughs) and we put the harness on him and like he hated it 
But he just like he also only had he had only one front leg. Mm. He 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 had just like a little nub for for one of his his front legs. Aww. So he couldn't like he could easily slip out of the harness because mm. you know it wasn't being held on by much. But anytime we put the harness on, he would like it was it was like the restraining bolt on <coughs> on the droids in Star Wars. Like he would just like. Whatever rambunctious thing he was doing, he would just stop and just like lay down peacefully. <laughs> so nice. it became like the 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 the, the dunce cap, the the timeout chair. Was, put the harness on him. Yeah, delightful. Oh yeah, got to give one of the gyms a uh, a Harkonnen. Um, fuck the big the hunty men. Herogen. The Herogen. Give him a little Herogen helmet. Harkonnens. Mm. Hmm. Close. There's an H. Well, there was also. Whatever species Jatrell was sounded very Harkonnen, I remember, but I don't remember what that is either. Mm. Yeah, I don't hmm. remember either. Why doesn't Taco Bell still sell those Star Trek glasses? Why don't any fast food store sell cool things anymore? They probably were not a... a I mean, they probably didn't... Well... Wasn't there... I'm not even kidding about this, but wasn't there actually a somewhat infamous situation at some point where... One of those promotional cup lines had to be recalled because the paint was poison or something. Oh, no! I think that, that probably happened a lot. But I feel like there was one in particular, like, infamous case. And that that might have kind of put the kibosh on that for a bit. No, I'm just thinking of, it was either McDonald's or Burger King that sold the Batman Forever, I think? Like, glasses that you could just get? Weren't they sort of like... Relief, like three. Yeah, relief, they were kinda. like they were like yeah, they were like that shaped. Sounds familiar. And I have two of them in my in my parents' home. Oh my god! And they're magical. Yeah, I, I had really... goblets from Lord of the Rings that had like a LED at the bottom that you could light up. Mm. Also, just uh, just an aside, Ames, don't listen. Jake, uh, I think you're in trouble. I mm. use the words Batman forever. She brought up Batman instead of us. Oh shit! So I think she's been replaced by a pod person. Pod right. people. Yeah. Yeah, so you might need to deal with that. Or later. it means that the that the Batman the the freeze on Batman related topics has been lifted, and we don't we no longer have to cool off. <laughs> I knew it was coming. But... Damn it! But yes, this might be the first time you've brought up Batman unbidden. I was bringing up mugs. Fair, fair. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I think fast food because they weren't like giveaways. You had to no. pay for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like promotional. Items glassware like that. was like, a big thing in the nineties. Not just glassware, but like of, other, like all kinds of things like, like that. The mini, mini beanie babies. I Bro, have a million of those teeny beanies. I had them all. I made sure to get all the cat ones. I got mm. them all. Yeah. And then so you put them next those, to the big ones, and it's funny. With any luck, that shit'll be worth something someday. Like they always said, never. Well, I know, them. but like, wouldn't it be great if uh, you have a everyone... better, you have a better chance of a beanie being worth something than an mm. NFT. Apparently, Carl's Jr. is the choice fast food restaurant of Klingons. That scene was so gross and so unnecessary. Yes. They clearly said to them, eat like Klingons, and they did it with gusto. But I did I did like when Denise asked the guy, oh, like, yeah. have you ever served a Klingon before? He's like, yes. <laughs> they have the convention here every year. I like how excited you sounded. That guy was more like, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, we've, <laughs> yeah, we've done it. Yeah. All the <laughs> they're, fucking, they're, yeah. They're, these people always dress like this, and they come here every Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I know their orders by heart. And they destroy In the Klingon. dining room. I like that we had uh, we had some... Uh, sorry, I'm such an asshole. I like that we had some Duras sisters with uh, screen-accurate screen titty shelves. Mm-hmm. Good, good. That was good. <laughs> uh, 
What was with that one dude who was a double admiral? What? I think I already explained to you. <laughs> the guy, the guy who is, he had the, his wife had the dog. He like went the to the thing. grocery store. Oh, that oh, guy. Oh, the guy that said he would have his ears. Yeah. Clipped. He had two of the little admiral's things. It's like, I think you only wear one of those, buddy. Well, maybe and his maybe eyes, he's and a, like a, a, a super admiral. Is he uh, Commander Starfleet? He might be Commander Starfleet. As I pointed out, that's because when he double teams his wife with another admiral, that's double admiraling. And, uh, oh my. Dear. Well, speaking of admiraling, so... Oh, what? We, we learned wow. that uh, we learned that um, that jury duty lady. I can't okay. remember her name. And something. Oh yeah, you Barbara. told us. Barbara it was so Adams. funny when she popped up. Popped yeah, up. Sure. You told us about her ages yeah. ago. So in this in this film, in 1997, she's a commander mm. in the um, in the Star Federation Alliance. <laughs> and like she works at, at Sir Speedy, and her and her coworkers call her commander, and it's all, it's all very nice. I, I prefer commander to girlfriend too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like that's just. Yeah, don't call anyone girlfriend. I think it'd be cool if people called you Commander. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I I think it's pretty cool if someone calls you girlfriend. I like that. (laughs) That's what you were going to say. Jake's like, I'd love to be called girlfriend. Call me anything. Call me maybe. I don't know. Um, Nice. But in the second film, we catch back up with her. She's still working at, uh, at, I think, maybe a different Sir Speedy, but she's still in the printing industry. But of note, she is, I notice, huh, she's wearing five pips. Five, oh yeah, she introduced five, herself as Fleet Admiral. Five nickel, oh. nickel size, gigantic pips. fucking clips. Pips. Yeah, but apparently, so in, a, in seven years, she went from Commander all the way to Fleet Ad Five Pip Fleet Admiral. Well, she been in the movie by then, so she was famous. Mm, that's true. I guess so. Oh, good for her. Yeah, the, and then the, the Federation Alliance is desperate for officers. <laughs> they were. They were asking everybody. Uh, yeah, they also caught back up with Gabriel, and apparently, like lots of people, just started right like calling him and asking him to do the do the the cutoff thing, the phone interruption thing, which is like what rude for one thing. But then just tons of people kept writing him asking his sexual orientation. It's like rude. People are weird. People yeah. are weird. Yeah, the second movie was was a, it was a little odd because he was he was interviewed with his wife because he was in a, a married adult at this time. Uh, Tell me more about this wife. She seemed oh, normal. She, she, no, I mean, she seemed like the kind of person who would be married to him, I guess. She seemed uh, like she liked Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but then, like, there was a scene where it's like, people people always would, would, would ask, would, would email questioning my sexual orientation, and let me tell you. And, like, like just, like, very, like, immature adolescence. Like, even though he's in his 20s, he's still like, I have sex with a Girl, very ugh, uncomfortable. Thank God they left that in. Yeah. Well, he was what, like twenty-one or so at the yeah. time. It would have been. Oh, but I did. Oh my! Fa- I, Do I guys did... ever really stop high-fiving each other about sex? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. I just wanted uh, to. I don't think I've ever high-fived think, yeah. a guy over sex. Wow. I have to say though, but I said earlier that there was a funny moment. I the actual funniest moment of this film was when they were at that barbecue and the guy <laughs> Oh yeah, God. And the guy was like uh like, yeah, oh, we're gonna we got lots of people. This year there was even a girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. They follow. Is he the guy that they follow around in the second movie who's making that film with making the horses? A, making a horrible fanfic with with like. Oh my god! Horses. God, and... the whole section about fanfiction. It was like again focusing just mostly on the 
sexual stuff. Yeah. There's plenty of non-sexual the, fanfic. The, I we could have talked about that too. In the second film, they did spend some more time with, with the Filk people. Mm. Um, I feel like this one really only, I like the filk only had the cool. one... The, the one person doing doing the film. Well, they didn't seem to know what it was till till he mentioned it yeah. either. So maybe that's why. But in the in the next one, there's like like there's a whole filk scene, mm. and some of it's some of it's not bad. Mm. Also, the second film spends time with the apparently Sacramento has a Star Trek like a, just a Star Trek music like music scene where like rock band. There's multiple Star Trek themed. Rock bands, fair enough, of various quality. Yeah, it's yeah. clear was, that Warp Eleven. Yeah, is there the was best one, one that was good, and then there was a bunch that were. I don't know. I guess the, I, the, it was like the sound quality was terrible. It's not my genre, but the the like the Klingon deathcore metal mm. band mm. seemed like might be good for that genre. I don't if know. If you really, they made noise. They were they were successful at making noise. If you're a real fan. I'm going to gatekeep this a little. And you're making a Klingon group, you got to do opera. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also... There are way too many, like, terrible iterations or, like, adaptations or, you know, director's visions for Romeo and Juliet out there. Mm -hmm. God, there was one that did it, like, oh, no, one's a Democrat, one's a Republican. And I'm like, oh, fucking God, God, let them die. Fuck you. Kill them now. But there was one group that did it as the let that be your last battlefield people. And I'm like... That works. That's clever. You did it. I'll give you, you that. You found it. Yeah, and there was some point by in watching the second one that I just wrote down. Poor Denise. How much time did she have to sink into talking with these people, and then they only use like one line in the in the documentary? <laughs> That's what happens when you leave a really popular show. <laughs> yeah. Because it was just clear, like, you know, she's entering some guy's like bedroom, and he's showing. Oh her, no. He's showing her like his rows and rows of of. Uh, Oh my god! Yeah, in the second movie, they meet this. She meets this guy who's converted his apartment, like to just be a completely. Oh, that guy, yeah. He's like completely redone. Like it's very impressive. Like he's done his, his transporter like, pad looked pretty good. Yeah, he he's converted his bedroom, and like yeah, but, it used to be his bedroom. But he is the <laughs> saddest man. It's like it's it's like comically sad. Because like he's he's standing there with Denise and, he, and he's showing her he's he's like oh this is the first thing I made and it's like a little console like mm-hmm. an acudogram and he's like oh this is the first thing I made yeah my wife left me and, and I I was really bored and I didn't have anything to do so I made this and she's like where do you sleep in here he's like oh I sleep on the floor because I converted the the bedroom area into the transporter pad so I just sleep on the floor now oh and this is the bathroom. Where you can sit and contemplate suicide on the toilet. And oh, and right Did next- he actually say that? He actually he said that. Oh he my did. god. And then right next to the toilet, like where like if you were looking down to your right as you're contemplating suicide is the casualty reports that he's like made an acudogram of casualty reports to have next to you. Why would you as you're shitting? Leave that in your documentary. That's a good question. That man clearly well, again, needs because help. because you hate the people you're talking about like, apparently. You- should have, like, cut out that part at least and then been like, Fred or whatever his name was, let's get you to talk to somebody. Let Jesus Christ start writing letters to Jimmy... D- no, he passed away by then, I think. Yeah. Don't ask for his blood. Start writing letters to Connor Trenier. Nice. I'll, I'll write letters to Connor Trenier. Who's that? He trip from Enterprise. Oh, right, right. But then I, I saw on Memory Alpha that he ended up selling that apartment for a pretty decent uh, profit. Okay, we'll so see. maybe he's better now, hopefully. We'll see. 
I hope things worked out for him because that makes me deeply sad. Yeah, that's really sad. <laughs> Especially leaving that in your fucking documentary. Don't do that to that man. No, it's fine. Unless it means somebody saw it and went, we should help that man. Nope, no one saw that and thought we should help that man. <laughs> oh. This uh, did make me feel like we are way more normal than I used to think. I used to think, wow, what nerds we are having this podcast. And now I'm like, well, at least I've seen a man naked. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, one of the conversations they have is like, at what point is, is it too far? At what point are, are Trekkies just, no. And some people are like, yeah, they're always great. And sometimes I'm like, no, no. There's if you're, if you're doing it to the detriment of yourself and others... Like like Shatner says, get a life. Yeah, like, I'd say, like, apartment guy is an example, but he was clearly working through a thing. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I hope he worked through it. People who ask Brent's, for Jimmy Dewan's blood. Yeah, that's too much. The, Briner, the Brent Spiner woman was a little scary. Uh, Briner Femme. The Briner Femme there. Or Spiner Femme. Spiner Femme. What did I say? Briner. You combined God Brent it. and Spiner. Son of a bitch, Caitlin. <laughs> Sorry, Spiner guys. Femme. Spiner Femme. Gonna stalk him. Because I can. Yeah, yeah, the, ah! yeah, the oh, I I can't actually see his house from here, but sometimes I come out here and look at the hillside that he lives on the other side of, and, oh, man. Yeah, there was a good joke. John Billingsley made a good joke about that in the second movie. Mm. He's like, flocks? Yeah, yes. Yes. where he was like, yes. I, I sometimes wonder if there's Billingsley fans out there <laughs> that, that stand Aww. on their balcony and, and, look, and look towards my house. Sorry, flocks. <laughs> I want... John Billingsley to bring me hot cocoa and read me stories. I don't think I want to fuck him. Yeah, but the, there was these Australian women that were really into trip. So, like, way too into it's trip. Like, and oh, they, asked, they asked the daughter of this woman, like the, the what, 12, 13-year-old daughter or so, mm-hmm. what do you think of your mom's, what did she call it, her toy boy wall? Mm-hmm. She just has pictures of mostly Connor Trunier on this toy boy wall. And the daughter's like, yeah, it's something she does. <laughs> and they bring this up to Con- Connor Trunier because, you know, there's people who have, have, like, his face as a tattoo on their back. And yeah. he's like, oh, who th- who'd have thunk? Run, run, Connor. <laughs> Did you? Come on, man. This was, like, the fifth series. You had to know what you were getting yourself into when you took this job. Yeah, yeah. You're clearly the pretty one, other than maybe T'Pol. Maybe that's what he hadn't been expecting. He didn't realize there were quite so many women into enter- into Star Trek. Oh, that's an interesting point, yeah. It was kind of the stereotype, even then, was still mostly just sweaty boys. Yeah, yeah. So he's just like, oh, like, God, oh, you're... Oh, Paul again! And, yeah, I mean, as far as... Yeah, you know, he's... And he's also, I think, pro... I, again, I haven't seen Enterprise in a while, but I do feel like he's the guy you see in his underwear the most. He's in his underwear a lot. Yeah. Yeah, didn't somebody have, like, a a song about... Oh, God, the song was so uncomfortable. Was uncomfortable. Are we talking about the Filk song? No, no, this is a different uncomfortable yeah, song. Yeah, this is in Trekkies 2. I think it was the was same really woman, wasn't it? It might have been. Yeah, but it's like, oh, it was to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Oh, and it's that's like, right. Something, something, little trip. How I love it when you strip. No! Oh, no! And the rest gets worse. I'm impressed that he still talks about Star Trek, considering that. He has that. a podcast. I know. That, yeah, him and... He, him he and, and Dominic Keating. Yeah. They seem delightful. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I get... There's nothing wrong with liking what you like, but you don't need to tell everyone. Boundaries. Great boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, like, some of it you keep to yourself. I still can't believe that dude who was riding down the street in his fucking pike mobile. It looked good. Yeah, it looked great, but you don't fucking ride around the street. He didn't use the beeps I mean, it looked looked like it was cold. He was... That, I said, I bet he's warm in there. Yeah, (laughs) that was was like snow on the ground. He looked like he was in Buffalo or something, and he's just 
tooling around. He's probably got a heater in there. Yeah, I say a lot of people watching him were probably just like, they probably didn't realize it was a Star Trek thing. They were just like, well, that's odd, but okay, looks warm. The scene of him in, in Radio Shack. Though, oh where, god, like, that poor clerk. Well, I don't feel bad for the clerk. I feel bad for the guy. I feel like he, the clerk was like laughing at him the whole time. The clerk was, yeah, the clerk. And he was well, being I don't know. I think, I think the clerk. I guess there's two kinds of people that get jobs at Radio Shack. There's people that get jobs at Radio Shack because they're really into like electronics and and are excited about. And there's people who get a job at Radio Shack because they're hiring. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like <laughs> the guy that our hero had spoken to on the phone earlier, who he was trying to reach was the former and like had set aside components mm-hmm. and knew what he was talking about. And then the guy that was there at the store when he was there was just somebody who just had, was <laughs> like, use a cash register. Want, wanted, a, wanted well, a paying job. And, and also was like, you know, had probably just was going to work that day. And then his manager was like, Oh, by the way, a camera crew is going to be showing up for a documentary. What? Yeah. yeah so plan these kinds so of things. So you could just make sure to wear a tie that day. What? Not even a tie. Pants. Wear pants that I mean, day. And he's it's like Radio Shack. They always wear a tie and pants. Do they always they wear a tie at Radio Shack? At Radio Shack? Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. That's a tie do? place? Yeah. See, I, I uniform. only oh, really I remember... I feel like you're lying. I feel like they all like wore like polos. I feel like in later years they switched to I'm saying, I, I only ever went in the latter days like to get batteries or something. But I do remember them being like a t-shirt or like a beige button-down shirt, necktie... Name badge. Oh, beige button down. Really? Okay, so the tie wasn't special that day. I mean, you could tell the poor bastard was just, he kept looking directly at the camera like so uncomfortable. It was like he did not want to be involved with this. <laughs> Which in turn made me extremely uncomfortable. I was like, ugh, hate this. When is this part going to end? Uh, but I miss fucking Radio Shack. <laughs> I mean, I miss sticking my dick in Radio Shack. That's what I thought you meant, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Oh. Uh, Wordplay of the highest caliber. Was it? Yeah, certainly of a caliber. There we go. Which would you guys prefer to visit? The birthplace of Captain Kirk in Iowa or Vulcan, Alberta? Which one had the Pass. Enterprise? I think they both Alberta, did. Alberta had the Enterprise. Right? I'd rather go to Alberta. I'd also just rather go to Alberta any day. Yeah, it's on my... It's yeah, one Iowa one. seems like Crossing a Canada is one of my... One of my yeah, also, ways. like, how down must they be once it came out that Kirk actually was born in space? That bastard. <laughs> I, yeah, I, mm, n- neither? Like, I'd love to see parts of Canada, but Vulcan looks pretty isolated. Like, I want to see cities, not little Hours and towns. hours of driving through nothing. <laughs> yeah. But, gun to my head, I'd rather go to the middle of nowhere Canada than the middle of nowhere Iowa, so... <laughs> I guess Vulcan wins by default. Yay! Iowa. Place so terrible and boring, you literally have to work in space. Yeah, I wrote down, good job, Iowa. You found one thing to draw people to you. Uh, there is the Mitchell Corn Palace. Tell me more. Yeah, I was going to say, that actually sounds right up uh, Ames Alley. Um, the Mitchell Corn Palace is basically what it sounds like. It's, it's a structure... Made of corn. No. It's like, I haven't been there. But is there a maze in the palace? <gasps> I do love I don't a know. corn it's not like It's not like stalks of corn. It's like, like imagine you took kernels of corn and made a mosaic. I'll find a picture. Nice. Obama photo. spoke there once. Oh, wow. Fair enough. It's famous. <laughs> I feel like we may have talked about this before, but isn't it like, as far as the original group of captains go, like, the only one not from the middle of fucking nowhere America is... Cisco, because he's from New Orleans. 
Oh, it's, oh it's not Iowa. It's it's a, it's it's apparently, France. it's South Dakota. Oh, yeah. It's Mitchell, South Dakota. Well, that's not Iowa so at all. Even, so, but it doesn't even have Iowa. So it doesn't. It's, so Iowa doesn't have that. So fuck you, Iowa. <laughs> uh, but here's what the Mitchell Corn Palace in South Dakota. Holy looks shit! Like. It's huge. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Oh, okay. Jeez, fuck me. I would go to that. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Plus, you could also. See Mount Rushmore, or is that in North Dakota? That's in South Dakota. There we go. There's two things yeah. in South Dakota. So South Dakota has, Black Hills. has it three. Over, has it way over Iowa? That's three more things than Iowa has. The best thing Iowa has is a fucking caucus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't brought up at all the little video we watched before starting the recording. <laughs> oh yeah, our second. And I'm sure we've forward. put it. Uh, we've linked to it on Facebook and put it on YouTube and linked it you know, below. Click here for the for the video that that was very adorable. What was it, Jake? What is this link that we're clicking? Oh, it is uh, uh, one of the lost lost episodes of Star Trek. <gasps> the uh, the Star Trek adventure. Good title. Um, home, home movie experience from Universal Studios Orlando. Circa 1996-ish, maybe, or maybe earlier than that. I don't even know. You seemed very small. Yeah, it's probably more like 94. I'm going to say 94 or 95. It's probably 9, I think. You think 9? I look, I look about tiny. I look about 9, I think. But I could be younger. I don't know. I'm going to say that. Say circa 95. See, seeing you guys in that video, it was honestly like a breath of fresh air after this Trekkies thing, because I know you to be a fairly normal, well-adjusted human that happens to have, like, a fan fandom for Star Trek, you know? Fan wake. Yeah, but that's fine, you know? So uh, tell us some of the behind the scenes, because Jesus Christ, they, yeah. they, they could have helped you guys out with so, the editing. So, yeah, so this was, a, this was an attraction at Universal Orlando back in the 90s. And it was basically, it was not like a, included with your park admission. You had to pay extra for it. And you would go to this place uh, in the park, pay the money. and park place, we call it. <laughs> and you, you were basically given like 30 seconds of like, okay, here's what you're going to do. Memorize these lines. No, there was no memorization. Whoa. It was all cue cards. Oh. That's why, that's why I fucked up the lines oh, so much. Oh, because you're illiterate. Because... <laughs> Because I had an undiagnosed Woo! vision problem for the first 25 years of my life. Oh, was your vision already oh, bad then? Oh, boo I know, when Jake, when Jake first got glasses, it was very funny because he walks up to me. I found you on the street. You were walking to my apartment. And you're like, I can see. And I'm like, yeah, that's what glasses do. Um, <laughs> Did you know there's a man in the moon? Yes, Jake. Everyone who can see can see the man in the moon. Well, no. it was that I, I knew that there was a man in the moon. I just had never seen the man on the moon and i didn't know it really understand. you didn't know you could see it from Earth. i thought I, I knew you could see it from like photos of the moon but i didn't know you could like look at the moon and see the craters because it was always just a white white thing in the sky how did it take you 25 years to realize you couldn't see i don't know i don't how, know how are you passing like the eye exam for driver's licenses you know it was funny when i first got my learner's permit <laughs> and beforehand. i had and i had to, like you had to do an eye exam i remember the man saying well, you just you just barely got it, but you should probably go have your eye ex- eyes examined because you might need glasses. And I was like, yeah, all right, it's fine. All of your doctors were terrible. I only ever remember having eye exams in school. And they oh, never yeah, told too, you what really. the results were? Yeah, I thought that was the apparently whole point. They were, apparently, like, my vision is not bad enough to, like, set off alarms in a... In a um, I don't know. 
elementary school nurse's office. Sounds to me like you were seeing the world in SD and then suddenly it was HD. Yeah, that's basically it. It was funny. When I was in high school, I had a friend who who wore glasses and I put on his glasses. Not my prescription, just some other person's glasses. And I put them on as like a joke and I'm like, (laughs) I need glasses. (laughs) (laughs) And then still nothing for 10 years. (laughs) And then still took another ten years. I mean, before I, I, actually got I get that though. It's like but, oh, I should get around to that. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, tiny Jake. Yeah, actually, what, oh, what inspired me was, was was you you as I used to always have to like ask the people that I was with to read, like if there was a menu board above oh. above like a counter that I, I'd have to ask somebody to read it to me. <laughs> but anyway, um, what are they saying? That's, oh, yeah. And that's why you flubbed most of your lines. I, well, also, I was just a dumb child, um, true, and mostly illiterate apparently. Oh. Yeah, so, and, and I remember that they, they really wanted it to be the parents, so I was there with, with my... Which seems stupid, because this seems like such a kid attraction. Yeah, well. I, but again, it's, the thing is, it's not that fun to do, because... But then you get the, the video, yeah, you get at, the the video end, at the end, and you want to give that video to your kid. But the kids pl- are supposed to be playing the two, like, cadets in the front that are goofing around like that's oh. that those are the parts that they have for the kids well your mom fucking nailed it oh yeah, yeah your she mom was is way better than i would have been yeah so we were there at the park with it was with my friend mike who who was a, a kid i went to school with who had moved to florida so we met up with him at uh, uh orlando or uh, uh, at, uh, at universal. universal studios yeah so he was that he was also in the thing and they were, they wanted me and him to be the, the kids, and then my mom and dad. But I insisted Good. that I had Good on to, you. I had to be the Vulcan, and I would not. And like my, you already had the ears. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and, my, and my and my parents were like, no, no, he's he's going to be the Vulcan. That's just how it's going to be. And they're like, oh, okay. It's funny because there's, there's like other videos that are like on the internet that you can watch other people who uploaded their versions. And the one another one we saw was the two kids mm. as Captain and. Yeah, and science officer and the parents as the goofballs at the, you know, between Chekhov and Sulu. That's yeah. really funny. But those kids seemed a little, maybe a little older or more. Smart. Their editing was somehow even worse. Yeah, the editing of that one. Like, like yeah. seriously, it's it's like they don't even bother. It's like they say they say go, and then the kid reads the lines, and then they don't bother like cutting the film at well, all. Well, that's the, well, that's the thing is that you're literally in a in a blue screen room. Mm-hmm. You're standing on marks, and. Those poor men. You don't get to read the lines ahead of time. You get one take. They hold up the cue card. You cannot see. No, well, you could not see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not playing like the video or mm. the audio. Oh, so it's like nod your head it's now. Like, okay, it's like now okay. look at where Spock should be and nod your All head. Right, now point forward and laugh. <laughs> and like you just you just quickly record. It's pro- the whole recording process probably took twenty minutes. Not bad. To like. They probably had it down to a science by Yeah, point, so it's though. just like, yeah, they're probably getting, you know, they're probably trying to do 30 of these a day. So they're just banging them out. And and you're just, like, hitting the beats. It's just do this thing, do this thing, point here, point there. We're going to, you know, we put a mark on the wall. Look at that mark. You're you're actually looking at, at McCoy, if you look nice. at that mark. McCoy um, was actually looking at McCoy. And, <laughs> um, and then it was like, and then we came back at the end of the day and picked up the tape. So, God. They had to edit those within a few hours pre-like Adobe Premiere. <laughs> well, again, I'm pretty sure whatever technology they this were using, universal. because it was the, always the same video, I bet you it was mostly automated. Like, true, I'm sure true. it wasn't like, I'm sure these guys that were running, because they were just like, 
high school kids that were running the thing. So I don't think it was. Not even the editing was probably handed off to. I just think that even even automated and easier then is still oh yeah probably needlessly complicated. Oh yeah. Well, I I I, I want to be I want to get like a. I'd love to get the original masters. Mm. Of, oh my god! Of the of like the 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 video from. It's so that we can get like HD. I bet that's online. Okay, but somewhere. like, could we tape it? Could we tape it? And that be would, it? like I said, that's that sick as hell. <laughs> maybe we could just do it. Maybe I could just take that video that I have and like, oh my god, scope out my former self. I'm and... so excited. No, no, keep little Jake. Also, be the captain, Jake. Mm. I'll wear my fucking my check my checkoff outfit. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh my god. Yeah, maybe 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 I can. Maybe I can bring it into like After Effects and so make <laughs> make a blank version. Yeah, I bet you they must have that somewhere. Where you I don't know. I mean, it. this this attraction closed down. Yeah, but it's astounding what people somehow kept and put online. Yeah, but again, I I bet you'll find lots of videos of people doing it. Maybe you could write to like Paramount. I don't even know who would have it. Universe, the, the theme park. That's an. That's like, yeah, why did Universal have this? Some just yeah. just a deal. Yeah. And obviously DeForest Kelly was the only one who was taking it at all at all seriously. And he looked great. <laughs> he did. Yeah, no, he was he was genuinely trying. Although again, like I said, it's funny because the line, you know, you give Chekhov the con, but then clearly Bones is in charge. Yeah. Because you don't leave Chekhov in charge. Yeah, what's Chekhov gonna do? Chekhov in charge. Nah, it doesn't work. Yeah. No. It's also clear that whoever was doing this like did not know anything about Star Trek because as the Vulcan science officer, oh, yeah. you're like giggling yeah. and jumping around and they, they like, you get off the transporter and for some reason had yeah, to dust yourself off. Yeah, that was yeah. What was that direction? Because that was just what they told you to do. That's stupid. It was supposed to be funny, maybe? All right, well, we'll do it better. Maybe we can put some... <laughs> Let's cut out the mouths of the Klingons and put in new dialogue. <laughs> Let's just totally rewrite this. Let's just get fucking nuts. Let's no. Let's let's get all our actor friends together. Yeah, make, let's make, make them dress as Klingons. Let's make our own instead of like. Trying well, to take put, a look at this uh, spaceship that I rendered. Beautiful. It's in my new movie. Wow. Thanks. It's gonna be a big deal someday. Yeah, I'm shocked that this isn't a thing anymore. It does seem like a thing that people like like an updated thing with yeah. like. Well, there was actually. I forget what platform it was on but there was a game that was released i think the playstation or no i think it was for the connect so it was from xbox where like they digitally removed actors from scenes mm-hmm. and then you could reenact them and put yourself in it was supposed to be like a party game but you know mm-hmm. you also, had to own how, a connect how has lower decks not parodied this oh they will thing, give yeah. them time oh but. wow they might have, for all I know, it's somewhere, it's a reference that no one else has gotten yet. Because they do shit like that. Neat. I guess I'm glad that I finally saw this, because I've always kind of wanted to see it. And I was so, like, I just found it so upsetting that I now am not blaming myself for not seeing it sooner. Like, I just was... Yeah, I'd recommend the second one, too. The second one is a little... How long is it? An hour and a half. Does it feel like six hours? It does still feel long. It okay. feels pretty long. Okay. Yeah, especially well, since they show each band play a couple yeah, of songs. Yeah, they spend a long time because a lot of that movie bands. is like oh, the going bands? to cons in the other bands. countries. Oh. 
and like mm-hmm. seeing how other countries do. Yeah, and there's a lot that you have to read the read the. Um, the oh, I don't mind subtitles. Translations. That's okay. But well, if you're Jake and you need someone to read for a while, based yeah. <laughs> based on Trek on Trekkies, I won't be watching Trekkies too. Um, but I'm glad that you guys did, so I don't have to. And I'm glad we watched this, so I can say that I did. Oh, good, good, good. There were more kitties, so that was yeah. that was a, a delight. Anything else? Um, See, Ames is checking her notes over yeah, once more. Checking, checking. Like Santa. Not much left. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. Fucking that, watch out. That gritty meme. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, gritty. We love gritty. My hero. He's the best. Yeah, awful people probably. Mm. I mean, gritty's great, but he's not like the friggin' rude bear. The Bruins bear that was. Oh, the rude bear, bear, yes. Not Blades. Blades is. Blades, Blades, everyone loves. Blades is fine. We love Blades. But the asshole bear was pretty good. I loved his commercials. They were all great. I don't know asshole bear, but I feel like a Boston mascot should be. He just looked like a regular bear. Yeah, it was just like a man in like like an actual bear suit. He looked like a real bear. (laughs) That was the point. And he would just like do shitty things to people. (laughs) Again, that sounds very Boston, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think he took it too far at some point. And yeah, stopped doing it. It stopped doing it. Was, it was like, oh, oh, that's that's a bit much. Oh, okay, that was a slur. Yeah, like I think there was a good Yikes. one where it was him taking tickets for people getting into the garden and people in like I want to I'm going to say the devils jerseys because why not? Because fuck the devils. Um, they come up, the bear standing there looking at them, and the next thing you see is them like t- like getting launched out the building. <laughs> there was a there was a. I was I was at a game and there was a great bit that they did where I lost track why we're talking about they, the bear but I don't okay know, gritty came up okay. so we're talking about mascots <laughs> um, so they they made it the the regular like Bruins announcer comes on and says and two we're we're doing a surprise upgrade for two fans we'll get glass you know between the glass seats and like the very front row seats. And if you are sitting in row, you know, section three to do with row one, and then they like zoom the camera up on a section of the thing, and it was a game against the the Canadians, mm. and the two, oh, and yeah, the two, Boston hates the yeah, they're like our Thank number one rival at the time. We play them. I don't most. think we really give a shit about them anymore because they suck real bad. Um, <laughs> but at the time, they were a top rival, and and like the two the two people that won the free seat upgrades were both like decked out in in like Habs gear like Canadians gear and so like the whole the whole stadium is just boo boo <laughs> and like these guys are really you know they're really excited and I'm like oh, and I'm finding it hilarious I'm like ah of course fucking Habs fans won this freaking thing and then like the bear comes to escort them to their seats, and they yes. do this whole thing where they're following the people. How with, do you plan something like that? With, with they're following the people with the camera, like down down the seats, you know, because they, they were up in like the nosebleeds. So mm. he's bringing them down the stairs all the way to the ground floor. And then he opens the door for them, and then they walk through the door, and then the camera cut it cuts to them outside the outside the garden. It's <laughs> like. And the door shuts behind them and it locks. <laughs> and then, of course, the whole crowd goes, yeah, oh, that's a good bit. It was a great bit. <laughs> Bring it back to Star Trek. Oh, yeah, Star Trek. Go Bruins. Do Parisi Square's teams have mascots? No. Somebody get There's no that, fun in the Somebody future. get that guy on the phone and ask him. All, you know, uh, you know actually, no, is, is, is all mascots are now gritty because it turns out gritty is just a tribble. Just, you know, one day in Philadelphia, they, they are like, what? Guys, we haven't like you know we haven't been in the stadium in a few months. Why 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 are we getting readings? It's really hot in there. 
doors open, gritties come pouring out. There's one pink one because his art director was colorblind. <laughs> I want to know who the uh, mascot of the Niners is. Ooh. Pup? It's just Pup? We don't know what Pup looks like. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's a Cardassian vole. There we go. Mm, there you go. Perfect. Bitey the vole. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll leave us with this. And I wrote this down. I'll read it verbatim. God, it's depressing that people are talking about the better future in Star Trek and how Star Trek's going to make us a better, better place. And meanwhile, here it is 25 years later that this was filmed and people are back wanting to be Nazis again. Who said I, that? I did. Oh, in the, oh, In these oh. notes. I mean, I, I thought thing. you meant like you were quoting verbatim nope, something. I'm quoting that, me. That <laughs> it I felt like something Walter Koenig would have said, you know? Here's the thing, though, when you think about it. And this is the problem with wanting a Star Trek future. It's easy to forget. Star Trek gets to an optimistic future Vena by world barely world surviving the Third World War. That's right. True. As Pike shows us in some, one of the Strange New Worlds yes. episodes. Yeah. It's like, oh, look yeah. what happened to Earth. Don't be like us. <laughs> Don't do... No, this was last season. Last season. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> this was the premiere episode. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, yeah, so it was. Literally the pilot. I can't remember things, guys. I have no memory. So, yeah, really, we're well on our way. Hooray! Just, you know. Star here's Trek. The thing. We all move to Bozeman now because we know it is untouched by the war. It looks terrible. Yeah, everyone seems to be living in poverty. But they're alive. Barely. <laughs> I'm just saying, it means they weren't exploded by the war. I'm going to Vulcan, Alberta. Thank you very much. Also, <laughs> just get the fuck out of there before the Borgs show up and level half the place. Fuck. Okay, so yes, you move there for a bit. April 2063 rolls around, and you just go like, I'm going on vacation for a while. Vacation? It's the middle of the Armageddon. I'll be fine. I have to go check out this corn thing in South Dakota. Imagine people still went on vacations. I I will say, you remind me with corn. corn. Good, good. I'm glad. To be fair to our Iowa listener. Yeah, fuck you. um, Wow. I looked up up things to do in Iowa. Yes. And the number one thing... The Field of Dreams movie site. Oh, pass. So go yeah, go see a pass. baseball diamond with some corn around it. No. Make me. No. No. Baseball's like, boring. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, Iowa doesn't even ben? have a baseball Oh, Ben. Team. I was like, why? The, the closest the thing they have to a sports franchise is the film set from Field of Dreams. <laughs> they also have um, one of the world's largest, if not the largest, man-made grotto. It's what makes it ma- the, a man-made grotto? Fuck if I know. Grotto of the Redemption, it apparently has a bunch of depictions of scenes from Jesus' life. Wow. Why would wow. Jesus be in Iowa? That's an excellent fucking question. I don't know. Here, if you go to the state fair, you get to watch two petty presidential candidates act like shitheads. Mm. Yikes. That's a perfect note to go out on. No, yes, it's not. It's it isn't. Damn it. Good night. So what are we building up to now, Ames? I don't think we introduced ourselves at the top. Fuck, we didn't. We always do this with ten forwards. Yeah, we do, we do. Oh, that's right. I, I have to outro us. Fuck. I have yes, no idea do. what time it is. Ah, uh, so next week. Holy shit. Oh, uh, it's, it's anniversary time. So anniversary time means next week is fanfic week. Woo! Uh, you remember several weeks ago, or however long a while time ago happens? Now-ish. I have no idea. It's been a bit. A bit. A bit ago, we drew our names out of hats. We've been busy, or I've been busy, uh, writing up fanfics. Mine's going to be way too long. I apologize in advance. Mine's already very long. It's okay. I Mine's going to be very short. Good. That's fine. That balances things out. Mine is going to be a script for literally one reason. 
Interesting. Mine's a haiku. Ooh. Ooh, I kind of want to see it. We will next week. So join us next week when we cover, cover our fanfics that were inspired by Voyager, which we are so sad to have left. But it does mean that Enterprise is looming on the horizon. So keep listening for all of this great content. Let's find out who among us wants to fuck Connor Trenier. We've spent so much time doing covering like all Back to the Future and covering this and we're doing fanfic. By the time we get to Enterprise, it's going to have been... A long no, time Jesus God. getting from there to here. Fucking hell. <clears throat> Neat. That's a thing that happened. Yeah, so basically, also make sure you check out Jake and his family in that little bit at Universal Studios. It's very, it's cute and stupid and the acting is bad. Uh, but Jake is adorable as a kid. Uh, so do that. Join us next week. Until then, this has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake. And this is always Chris. Kapla. Kapla, mm. man! I would like your blood! Ooh. <laughs> Thank you.